Welcome everyone to the Good Old Boy Podcast. I'm your host, Buster Caballero. Let's get to the show. So yeah, you say whatever you want, but if you go on a tirade, it might just be like, oh, hold on. So, <laughs> okay. All right. What's up, man? Oh, not good? much, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's a, it's a beautiful day today in the neighborhood. Let's put it that way. Yep. We, got, we got the junk man himself. Yes, sir. Introduce yourself, Jared. All right. uh, Jared Guerin. I own Coastal Junk Removal. We're uh, stationed or based out of Kima. Uh, I live out in Santa Fe. Um, but yeah, we service pretty much Houston to Galveston or any, any junk removal or uh, roll-off rentals. I have so. seen your signs everywhere. Yep. <laughs> you, are you outputting that? Or you gotta, oh, yeah. Dude, that's like, I'll, I'll go down all the back roads and everything and I'll see them and I'm like, He's everywhere. He's yep. blowing up. <laughs> and I know you just started doing this full time not too long yeah, ago, huh? April. So I'd been doing it part time since 2019 when I started it. And then, uh, yeah, I went full time in April. Yeah, because when we talked in March, you were still in the plants. Yep. I think it was around March. And then uh, that's when AJ introduced us. Mm-hmm. So uh, Bosarge, again, that yep. guy network that guy's got a network i know i saw him on the the way over here today i saw him sitting at a red light i haven't seen him in a while you know i feel bad because like once again he's a really cool dude oh yeah he is real real good guy and uh and you know he's introduced me to a bunch of people so but you're working in the plants huh yep you didn't want to be in the in the heat right now i'm i'm still in it but uh but it's more on my terms yeah but you're not wearing fire (laughs) retarded clothing because it it's hot out there right now. Yep. Those guys are, are sweating. Oh, yeah. And when you get on that pad, it's probably 20 degrees hotter, maybe more. If yeah, you're miserable. I know. If you're, if you're in a site that has like all concrete or all caliche rocks, yep. that's, that makes yeah. a difference. I find like the caliche, it absorbs a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Takes some of it. Well, well, let's talk about that, man. Would Give us background give us the i don't know the, one minute commercial the, the whole story <laughs> yeah give, give us like you know because i know you, you're you served yep came back got in the plants yep and now you're you're running the trash game you're yeah, in the sanitation exactly. yep are you mobbed up not yet not yet <laughs> <laughs> can we start do we have to start one or is there one already that we, you just got to get affiliated I think with probably start a local one yeah so that'd get be more people involved so. i know just <laughs> find the competition we're yeah, like hey exactly. Jerry, we got a bunch of junk we just need it dumped on there yeah on their doorstep send a message <laughs> yeah yep so yeah man the the whole background is like i grew up in pearland um Went in the Air Force when I was 18. Did that for eight years. I was a dog handler. So I trained and deployed with, uh, you know, canines and stuff. Really? Yep. Can you do something about that dog? Oh, yeah. For sure. Like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to come back to that, too, All then. Because right. now I'm going to make a note that we need to talk about dogs. And mm-hmm. so, you, so you did canine handling? Yep. Like no. attacking Yep, attacking. Uh, we did. I never worked a drug dog, but I I worked with uh, explosive detected detection dogs. Um, hmm. so, like when I was deployed, I was uh, actually deployed with the army unit, and then we would go out and look for IEDs and stuff. Oh dang! Yeah, it was a cool job. Where were you deployed at? Uh, I was in southern Afghanistan in two thousand eleven. Oh dang! Yeah, dude. 
2011 into 2012. Okay. So. We're, and did you just feel like at that time, I'm, I'm out of here? Or, you know? uh, I, I really liked it there. I just, uh, I think I just picked the wrong branch. Yeah. So Air so you Force. Were, you were like, Air Force, but yep. then got yeah, deployed went, with Army. Yeah. So I went on a, uh, it was a joint expeditionary tasking. Okay. And, uh, so I had to go to like a different pre-deployment school. So I mean, pretty much prove myself that, you know, I was capable of keeping up with like an infantry unit and stuff like that. Okay. And, uh, and it was awesome. The deployment was really cool. What kind of uh, dogs are y'all running? Uh, I always had a Belgian Malinois, Malinos, depending on who you yeah. talk to, whatever it's called. Um, yeah, I actually, I retired mine. He, uh, he retired right when I got out and I had him until last December he passed away. But, oh, well, I mean, so, he was a cool dog. I, I was glad I had, I mean, total, I think we, we were together nine years. So, that, yeah, dude, it was a good awesome. dog, a yep. good dog. Oh, yeah. I, you can't beat it. No. So, you cannot beat it. It's so funny. My wife and I, when we met, we both had dogs mm-hmm. and we came in at the same time and they were like the same age. Hers was like maybe a year older. And through having kids and everything, they, they went through like the second half of their life. Mm-hmm. We had to put them down on the same day. Oh, that sucks. Oh, God, that yeah. sucked so bad. Like, the night before, we're like, it, it was kind of bad because we took them in for a consultation. Mm-hmm. And they do a form, like, the place we went was great. And they were like, we're going to do this survey and just kind of like, where do you think? And they look at it afterwards and they were like, yours is like my dog. You, It's probably time. Yeah. That's your decision. I was like, all right, he's been a good dog. We come back, face it, and all of a sudden, my wife's dog is just like, she went downhill like that, like, so we did it the same day. Yeah. Oh, it sucks, man. It, it really it does. Like, um, God. What was your dog's name? Uh, Varus. Was it? Varus? Varus, yeah. Did you we, pick that? No, we didn't name them. So, so all the dogs are trained at Lackland. Uh, they mm-hmm. have dog training school, which is DTS. And they name them. I don't know who's in charge of it, but I feel like yeah. all those dogs, like service dogs, have the those strangest yep. names. Like no. some North mythology guys, like yep. got a really good job in there. What do you do? I'm, you know, I'm in the service. What do you do? I name dogs. Yeah, exactly. That's a cool job. That Just is coming that was... up with crazy names. <laughs> um, but yeah, his name was Varus. It was uh, he was a puppy program, which was like a program that the uh, military had started. Uh, where they would kind of get the best dogs from overseas and then breed them here mm-hmm. so they weren't having to go over and buy them from, you know, other sources. So every puppy program you could tell. Might get a terrorist dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a sleeper cell yeah. and then one day he's activated. Yep, he's crazy. Like, yeah, so every He starts program, recruiting the other dogs. <laughs> and they just all turn. They all turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you could always tell puppy program because they have a double the first letter of their name. So okay. his name was Varus, but it was V V E R U S E. So Varus, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, we just you just been mispronouncing it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's cool. What a so what's it like training them? What because okay, so when you came in, mm-hmm. usually Ace, who is my dog, the big one, yep, is seventy pound Labradoodle. Usually he is like jumping up on people. You had, he had a different energy around you. Yeah. And I saw that. And even whenever he did jump on you, like I was like, 
what the hell? <laughs> What's up with that? Because most people come in and they're like, he's okay. And, yeah. You know, all excited about him. And he's all excited. But that that explains it then. Uh, he's a cool um, dog, man. He is. We, he was he's free. Soft. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's very he's soft. Like a pillow. <laughs> he is. He's 70 pounds. And everybody's like, no, nah, he's 100. I'm like, no, look. And I like pick him up. Yeah. A lot of what, fur. A lot of yeah. fur, yeah. yeah. But he was free, 90 free. That's awesome. We got him a couple of months ago. We were we have the smaller dog, Indy. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wouldn't have been my choice of dog. You know, a mini yeah. Australian Shepherd or Aussie Poo, as they call them. I'm like, I, I wanted a bigger dog. I wanted so that my wife just happened to find this one. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. I like him. Yeah. Take him on bike rides with me. Only run over them a couple of times. Yeah. yeah, my wife keeps finding dogs. She needs to stop. So <laughs> <laughs> funny how they do that. Yep. Oh. So you get you're in Afghanistan, you get mm-hmm. done, you get your dog, you come back, yeah. Yep. Uh so as soon as I got out, that was two thousand and fifteen. So I mean I've been out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um I started working, I was a lineman, apprentice. Uh, just putting up power lines and stuff like that. Uh, I did that for like a year and then moved over to like pipeline. And then that whole time I was trying to get in plants, you know, cause it's just, that's a sought after position for sure. Yeah. Being an operator. Um, yeah. So I worked lineman for like a year, got into a pipeline, did that. And then finally got, you know, hired at a plant, worked there for four years. Mm-hmm. And then, it was just time to do my own thing. Like, I had started it in 2019 on the side, and then it just kind of, I mean, took off to the point where I couldn't keep doing both because I was working 12-hour shifts and, like, if you know, rotating days and nights. So I'd work. I think our schedule was, like, 3. It was 4 to 4, but, you know, if you weren't there at 3.30, you were late. Yeah. Yeah, no. So I'd work, you know, 3.30 to 3.30, drive an hour back to Santa Fe, pick up my truck, Go work till it was dark, come home, sleep, sleep for three hours, get up, go to work again. Like, what What made you get into junk hauling and removing and that? Um, like, and it's just, I wish it was a better story, but uh, man, I, I wanted to do something, <laughs> I wanted to work for myself, and uh. God. And I had seen Jesus spoke to me and he says, <laughs> yeah. You gotta get rid of that stuff, God. <laughs> Come uh, on. <laughs> I had seen some illegal dumps at the time I was living in Seabrook. And mm-hmm. uh so I moved out of Santa Fe like last year. So from like 2015 until last year I lived in Seabrook. And uh like over off Toddville Road, I forget the name of the road that cuts through Myers one forty six. It might be Myers. Yeah. There's like some I mean, just a big illegal dump out there. People go drop couches and yeah mattresses and stuff like that it was just i didn't like seeing it and i was like man like uh, i'd seen some ads of like starting a franchise junk removal Mm -hmm. and uh and then that kind of just kicked it off so then i started talking to some franchises uh got serious with one of them and then they were doing like the cost breakdown of what it was going to cost and i was like oh hell no (laughs) no. like i'll start my own it's like you can start your own franchise two hundred fifty thousand dollars. yeah exactly and pay us. Yep. That's... It was like 20% of profits. Uh, wow. 150 to start up almost. And then, you know, you had to have a certain truck that they had. Then you With had to logo. pay for the wrap. And then I was like, man, it's not even like my own business. Yeah. 
So man, I started with a three thousand dollar landscape trailer, and then I had a uh, my old F two fifty, and that's that's what I started with. Used that uh, landscape trailer for I don't know less than a year, and I realized that was a terrible idea because you were loading and unloading by hand. So then I moved into a dump trailer, and then now I've got the dump truck, and then I've got roll offs. How so, many how many you got in your fleet now? Uh, well, I, I used my 250 and then i pull a roll-off trailer it's like a gooseneck trailer and i can Mm -hmm. drop the bin somewhere and then come back and pick it up with that trailer um and then i've got my my dump truck so which is like i mean the usual you see like a got junk truck driving around i mean the same thing no i don't see got drunk all i see is coastal (laughs) you're a marketer man you're putting your your, uh, i see your stuff all the time you know i follow you and i see your signs i see your stuff going out and that's it's a hustle. So. Oh yeah, for sure. And that uh, I wasn't as involved into it as as far as like pushing it big on like mm-hmm. Instagram and like the signs, but my Google account kept getting suspended. And I mean, it was when I switched addresses, so I moved over to our office in Kima. Mm-hmm. But it's like a you know an office building, and I just rent one office, so they keep yeah. flagging it as a suspicious address. So they keep taking my account down. So I had to get old school with it. On your like your Google Ads yeah. account. Yep. Oh man. So I had to get old school and do the uh, the free marketing. <laughs> now, because of my paranoia, uh, do you think it was? Somebody flagging your account, or I, you... I hope not. Yeah, but yeah. it happens so much because it. I mean, it's happened three times in the past six months. But I mean, each time it happens, I mean, you're looking at a month trying yeah. to get it back activated. Yeah. So really, I haven't had like a Google account in about six months. Oh wow! Because I mean, I just got it up three days ago, and I woke up this morning five, had an email from Google. Now your account got suspended. I'm like. But then you can't call Google. No. You got you to gotta email them, and then they'll email you back. You know, yeah. Whenever. Fill out this form. Yeah, exactly. You can appeal it if you want. Yep. And that's what makes it hard for small businesses Oh, yeah, nowadays. for sure. You know, you have, you have all the amazing available tools, and then, but if the tool isn't working right, or there's yeah. a glitch in the tool. No, you're screwed. You're screwed. So, yep. It's so hard. My my wife had her own boutique, and I mean, just it seems like you always have to just check and make sure, check and make mm-hmm. sure, check and make sure. I've got some Google accounts, some business pages, and stuff like that. And uh, every once in a while, I get an email like, "Oh, this has changed. This is wrong. This is this." And I'm like, "What's yep. wrong? Your website?" I'm like, "Yeah, what's wrong with my website? <laughs> it's there. What's it's there. It? <laughs> it's like that's the other one. It's you know, oh, your website's up, website's down." Websites yep. up, websites down. So, but it's it's good to see like old fashioned the yeah. signs. The mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so I have I have a business where I do mosquito spraying, mm-hmm. and then of course you know you see around here the other mosquito spraying, yep. and it's just so funny. I'm like competition, cool. Yep, I'm more of a niche market. I don't you know. Yeah. it's just me having some fun with it, and uh. <laughs> my friends would always send me the sign or like, "What's up, man? You out of business?" I'm like, "Nah, we're good," <laughs> but. They sent me a picture one time of a letter they got from the HOA because I put my sign. I had a sign oh, like yeah. that in their yard, yep. and they got a letter the next day. And so I'm like, okay, but it was cool because then I used that, and I was like, this is what happens whenever yeah, exactly. you're, you know, yep. it's like <laughs> use it, it against them. Use so, it. Yep. Here's the marketing. Yeah. I had like five of my buddies call me and like come spray my yard and yep. put a sign. I'm yeah. like, okay, come on up. yeah, yep. come on up. Isn't I love it. it. Yeah, oh. that's. 
so when you went full time into business and, and mm-hmm. one of the things about this podcast, you know, I want to talk to business owners. I want to talk to, you know, interesting people. I want to talk to everyone. And, and you know, when you went full time into this, mm-hmm. what was the thing that was like, oh man, I really got to double down on this. Like what was that full force? You know, you, like you said, marketing was one of them. Yeah. Marketing and then uh, really like same day service is a lot of, uh, a lot of the franchises can't do that. Mm-hmm. So most of the time we can either do same day or next day service, um, which is big because usually by the time people call us to get rid of something, they want it gone now. Yeah. You know, they're not, they don't want to wait three days. They want it, you know, right now. And then some of the franchises are even, you know, they'll push stuff two two weeks. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, unless you specifically give me a date for two weeks from now, I mean, we're trying to do it. You know, yeah. either right then or the next day. Yeah, that's you never know what somebody like just. It's kind of one of those things you never know what somebody went through. Mm-hmm. What somebody has just had to handle yep. in a situation. Yep. You know, that it's like we need this out of here. Yeah. You might have had a pipe burst in their house and everything's just destroyed. So. Yep. Uh, just letting it sit there. Yeah. It's going to get moldy. And a lot of stuff is, uh, you know, like kids or something when the you know older parents yeah. pass away. You know, they, they don't want to sit there and see, you know, their, past, yeah. their deceased parents stuff sitting around. And yeah. they just want it gone. So you ever, you ever find any really good stuff? Oh, we find a lot of cool stuff. I've seen some yeah. pictures sometimes and I'm <laughs> yeah. like... What did he do with that? Yeah, there's what? some yeah crazy stuff that we find. So usually, like if we find anything cool uh, and we can't donate it, mm-hmm. um, like to you know like you know um, Goodwill or something like that, they're pretty picky with what they'll take. Uh, I'll post it on Facebook, okay. marketplace, and you know meet up and give it to somebody. Uh, I've got a storage unit in Kima that I'll put stuff in, and then you know periodically go through there, clean it out, and give stuff away. Yeah, because I'm sure people give. Just just in our neighborhood, and I've said this before, like people give some stuff away, mm-hmm. like good stuff. It, oh yeah, for sure. That if you were you had any bit of a hustle, you can like I can go flip that. Yeah. Make a couple hundred bucks a day just yeah, doing that. For sure. Oh. oh. No. That's and if it's really cool, you know, I'll keep it like we found some katanas in a storage locker. I mean they weren't, you know, they're not like I know, but they're still looking tough. Yeah, they're still cool. So I was like, were any of them signed by uh, Randy Jackson? Nope. (laughs) Oh, dang. That would have been so cool. I was like, yeah, these are coming home with me. Yeah. You're like, put that on my wall. (laughs) I need a katana in here, maybe. I got that sword. That would be sweet. That would be. uh, I remember as a kid, I was, (laughs) you say a katana, you know, they had all the ninja movies Mm -hmm. growing up. How old are you? 36. Okay. You're almost the same. A few years older than you. But I remember, like, all the ninja movies were out at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want a ninja sword. And they were selling them in the New Orleans French Quarter in the market. And I was going to buy it. And my mom apparently, like, parked a little ways away. And so we're walking to go. And I was so pumped. I'm going to get my sword. And then she was like, well, it's too far away. We're going to turn around. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> it's the worst day ever, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Mom. I forgive you. <laughs> She's probably going to call me later and be like... My, my Italian mother instincts are kicking in that you that I I heard what you said. <laughs> Somebody will tell her. But yeah, that was a 
I was so excited about that. What else have you found? Like, um, uh, we've removed like golf carts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's just all kinds of cool stuff. Just what about bad stuff? Like, have you ever had to be like, we're not touching this? No, not yet. I mean, not we found yet. a lot of like you know old porn DVDs and stuff at some <laughs> cleanouts. Like, we just chunk them, but. Some of them even VHS, man. Oh, so, wow. That's old school. That's that's so. the old school ones right there, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, wow, that took up space. Yep. You had to hide those or something. Yeah, you've been keeping these a while. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Guess they didn't age in value. Like, nope. the, they, they weren't the collector's editions <laughs> yeah. they claimed to be. Yep. <laughs> you got your 75 hard jug, I noticed, right oh, there. Oh, yeah. Man. I did that last year. Oh, yeah. congratulations. It was tough, man. Isn't it? <laughs> it was tough. I've so. What'd you think about that? What made you do that? Um, I just listen to that podcast a lot. And mm-hmm. then, uh, I mean, I've been listening to it since it was, you know, MFC uh, project. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, it was just something I wanted to do, really challenge myself, and it did it. How'd you sure. feel through that? Terrible. <laughs> it was, it was the, the biggest, the hardest part yeah. was the diet. So the diet I did. Uh, I went straight paleo. Oh God, man, it was tough. Yeah, and it was crazy when you're like you know dedicated to doing paleo mm-hmm. and you're reading labels of just how much shit is in normal food, man. Yeah, it's wild. Like that, you just can't have. There's preservatives in everything. Yeah. Oh like, God. Yeah. Food nowadays. Yeah. I if it's not what it is. So, no. Yeah, I did it back in 2019, and I did the full year program of it. Oh, and did I you? was like, yeah, I, your boy was a little heavier. I was, I was like 260, 265, yeah. and I got down to 180 at the end of the year. But the food thing, like I went keto that first 75, mm-hmm. I was hungry all the time. Oh, yeah. I was doing intermittent fasting and keto. And yeah, I know. Some of the health guys that listen to this are probably like, no, <laughs> that's not right. You know, uh, the, uh, with paleo, you know, you can have like no sugar. And yeah. Stuff. And uh, I mean, I'm not like a big sweets person, but man, I turned into one. Like, I yeah. was just craving cupcakes and it, I guess just not having the option and just cutting back to like zero sugar. I was dying. Like, I, I found for mine, because I went strict, I was like, I was just like, I felt kind of like angry all the time in a way. Yeah. Like you're just like <laughs> focused. Um, You know, you're just like, yeah. stay focused. Don't, you're not hungry. You're yeah. not. Cause it's sometimes I'd on the weekends, I tried to be like really strict. Someone would be like, we're going to go out and eat. I'm like, what time? Six. Mm-mm. We're going at five. <laughs> Cause I want to be done by six. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what books did you read? Um, so I read, oh man, what is it? Um, so the guy that trained Kobe Bryant, um, Tim Grover. Yeah. Awesome. Book. I don't remember the book. It's, uh, Can't think of it. There's winning is his latest one, but it, the one before that, uh, God, I've read them both. Oh God, come on. We're going to find that real quick. I, I know f- what color it is. It's black and red. But, yep. And one of my kids took off with the cover pretty much immediately, and that was it. I've had I to do it. Yeah, name. I've had to. Relentless. Relentless. Yep. That, that's a good one to go through that program with. And 
What else did you read? I read uh, Green Lights. Good one. Yeah, I liked that. Um, I don't remember what other book I read. I'm reading, right now I'm reading, uh, of course I forget it. Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. That's a cool book. That is Napoleon it's Hill. It's different, yeah. Yeah, that's old school. Yeah. That's that's like old school personal development Yeah, before like it de- personal development like came into a th- its own thing nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I read the uh, Awaken the Giant. That was yeah. the other book. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is yep. good cool stuff too. Have you ever seen uh, the movie I'm yep. Not Your Guru? I'm Not Your Guru. I yep. like that. Uh, kind of, it's just real good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it is. I always tell people whenever they start 75 hard because I've done that year. I did. I did it again. And I've done it with some friends of mine, mm-hmm. how they've gone through it. And my wife's actually doing it right now. She did it, uh, too. I was telling them, like, read uh, James Clear's book. Uh, oh, God. Nah, it's, my COVID's kicking in. <laughs> can't uh, say that. Why? <laughs> why can't I say it? I can say it. Uh Atomic Habits. There it is. Misinformation post put, put up. <sighs> Probably. <laughs> well, monkeypox is kicking out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good on that. No. My brain has not been... Have you had COVID? No. Not that I know of. Not that you know no, of? Not that I know of. Okay. But. Yeah, I, I got it twice I know of, and my brain's just synapses don't yeah. fire as much anymore. Like, it takes me a little while. But yeah, I always tell everybody, like, read Atomic Habits. That's a good one. I have to check it out. Yeah. Because, uh, and the reason I just say it is because you're trying to change something about you. So to understand how you change, he does a very, very, very good job of laying it out. The the trigger, the re- cue, the reward, the action, and all that behavior. Mm-hmm. So, and he breaks down why. So, it's a good one. Would you, uh, what were your workouts? Um, so I did running or mm-hmm. walking for my, my outdoor one. And then I would just do regular weightlifting and I've got like a big tractor tire that I always work out with. Mm-hmm. So and I, I still use that, but, but yeah, that was, that was a tough program, man. It is. But, it, but I, I liked it. I wanted to do a whole episode and get like a couple of people who did it and yeah. just like, all right, let's, let's discuss this. Yeah. Cause it really... I always find like you have to have a trigger to want to do that program. Like you have to have something to be like, yeah, I'm going to change something. I'm going to do something. Yep. So, oh, uh, it, it's great. I love it. Yeah. It was cool. I had a buddy that, uh, he had started it like a couple of times, but you know, he would get 15 days in and start over. And I was like, there is no way in hell. No, I'm I can't. starting this twice. Like I'm doing it one time straight through. Yeah. Yep. You you have to like that's what I say. If you if you can start and do it the whole way through, mm-hmm. you're you're doing it for the right reason. Yep. Because I know a bunch of people the same way. Started it five days in. Oh, uh, I had a drink. How can you do that? You yeah. just don't drink. Yeah, exactly. You don't drink. Or now I know some people also who like say, oh, I had to restart because I ate one macro over this or that, and I'm like. And then I know people who are like, I'm on day 30-something. Yeah, how's it been? What you doing? Yeah, I did this, and I, but I changed this. And I'm like, no. no. 
Yep. You didn't listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you want to have some fun? I don't know if you're on the Facebook official 75 hard group. No. I'll have oh, to check it out. They're ruthless in there. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> oh, God. Like some somebody would be like, I thought about a cupcake. You failed. Yeah, start over. Start over. <laughs> I was on day, on day 77. <laughs> yeah, you're on over. day one. <laughs> yep. Like they are like somebody. I like the ones who are like, I'm outside. And I had to run inside and use the bathroom nope, and start over. Start over. <laughs> God, doesn't count. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yep. Come on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine the stuff that gets said on that. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check that group out. Yeah, there. It's it's funny. It's great. I highly re- I I recommend it to people all the time. Yeah. And I like when I run into somebody who's done it and. So have you become a, a reader after that program? Yeah, for sure. I haven't been daily, but mm-hmm. definitely like I mean before I was I couldn't remember the last time I read a book. Yeah. But yeah, I've been, you know, steadily reading something since then. That's so that's one of the things I like. You yeah. know, people don't a lot of people don't read nowadays and uh like you can see here I have books, 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 yeah. books. A lot of these I've read, just like continue reading, continue reading, continue mm-hmm. reading. Uh I just finished the new Ed Milet book, one more. Yeah. Really good. I'd say get that. And then I'm reading Jordan Peterson's new yeah, I saw that Beyond Order. Oh. That just makes me feel so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, what else is going on in your life, man? What's, what, you know, business, wife? Oh, yeah. Ditch dogs? Yep. How'd you meet your wife? Um, we actually met in high school, oh. so yeah, we've been married for almost 16 years. Oh, so, look out. Yeah. Three kids. Three? What yeah. you got? Uh, two boys and a girl. Got an older boy, middle girl, younger son. All right. So, was just, the third one expected? Yeah. Oh, and there you he's go. crazy as hell. So. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter's my third and she's my crazy one, kind of. I don't know. That third one, they just, they're feral. Yep, that's exactly, like, that's the best word to describe him, feral. Like, <laughs> like the first kid, you're kind of like, what do, what do I do? What do I, you know, so you're like always kind of involved. Yep. Second one, a little relaxed. The third one, you're like, you're alive? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Oh. Yep. They're fun. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're nuts. So like the youngest one, you know, uh, like my, my oldest one was born in Missouri. I was stationed up there. Lived there until he was three, I think, and then we moved out to Wichita Falls, and then down here, my old or my middle one was raised, you know, pretty much in Seabrook her whole life, and then the youngest one was born in Seabrook, and now we live in Santa Fe, and we've got you know property and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the other ones are real cautious about everything. And he's just, I mean, barefoot, naked, yeah. running out, wanting to jump in the pond, wanting to run in the barn, nice. chase chickens, like he's crazy. Nice. But, that's yeah, kids should be raised. Yeah. Like all boy. All boy. Yep. Uh, my daughter, she's the one. She runs around here just tears off whenever all yep. this. I'm like, girl, get your butt in here. <laughs> yep. Come on. Yep. Um, oh, if he's inside, he's trying to climb in a window or something. Mm-hmm. He's nonstop. Kids are uh how'd you handle kids with COVID during COVID times and stuff? How are y'all with that? Uh so I mean they were uh they don't go to s- Seabrook school anymore. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was all shut down. They did it all virtual and 
it was just kind of nuts, man, having to explain to him, like, why everything was so crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, but, I mean, luckily they've, they've got some good heads on their shoulders, some common sense, and they're like, yeah, well, this don't make sense, and then this don't make sense, but. Yeah. Yeah, they, they go to a different school now, so. Mm, good. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of curious about this, the, the young kids during this generation with what just happened and they went through, and now it's like. Back to school. Yeah. Just as usual. Life's normal. Life's normal. Forget We're, that happened. Yeah. That, that never happened. <laughs> yeah. You're seeing like two, three, two years ago, you know, you see school pictures when they decided to come back and everybody's wearing masks and yep. things like that. And then now it's smiling, happy faces. Yeah, no, we're good. Yeah. Don't worry about that anymore. Yeah. But like, it, it's so good to see the happy little faces, you know? Yep. That's beautiful. That's what you got to see. That's mm-hmm. so you have like a gap of that much time. Like, what what happened? What's going to happen to those socially, kids? Socially, man, that affected, socially, yeah. I mean, that was huge. I know. You, it was real funny. I I tell people during COVID, I feel like I got a lot closer to some people, mm-hmm. and now it's like I feel like I'm not as yeah, <laughs> like not as close. Like people right. I'd see all the time, and we do, you know, yeah. And then now it's like, who do you hang out with? What do you do? What do you? You can't go anywhere, so it's like, yeah. Hey neighbor, hi. How are you doing? Good. Yeah. You you want to come over? You, you want to hang out? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. No. No. So you got a line coming out, huh? Clothing line. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, I've got all the products. I'm just building my website right now, and then once I get the website, I'll, I'm gonna put it all on Instagram and stuff. But pretty excited about it. So it's uh Nahoa Threads. Okay. And that's uh Nahoa is a Hawaiian word for like bold or defiant, mm-hmm. daring. I like it. And uh, yeah, it's it's all kind of like a a coastal and then like an outdoor theme ish. Mm-hmm. It's gonna kind of be all over the place with like you know ranch ranch life and then you know coastal you know beach surfing stuff like that. Ranch coastal. Yep. I like that. Yeah. That's <laughs> my wife and I. <laughs> You need a coastal pearl snap. Oh, yeah. That'd be sweet. That's because yep. I was trying to ask my wife the other day. I was like, can I wear shorts and a pearl snap shirt? For sure. You just oh. got to cut the sleeves off. Oh, I got voted no <laughs> so bad on that one. Like, I'm even asking my, my other friends. I'm like, can I do this? And they're like, no, no. I'm like, no. I think it can be done. No, it can be done. It can be done. So cut my, the sleeves off of the pearl snap. It's ready to go. Does it have to be sleeveless? <laughs> or short sleeves. Yeah, no. that that was what one of the guys said. Like no. it has to be short sleeves. I'm like, I kind of want a long sleeve because if I'm on the coastal, you know, you got That's a long true. sleeve yeah. shirt. So, Columbia shirt with pearl snaps, maybe. That would be. Sweet. I'm just gonna say, think yep. about it. If you want to call it the Buster line, <laughs> I, I like mean, it. I'd I'd be happy with it. I'd be okay. I don't even want a royalty. Yep. Just <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm uh pretty excited about it and it's it's like a, a portion of all the proceeds are going to go to uh like ocean conservation and then like uh you know marine life rescues and stuff like that i'm uh trying to to really like officialize with a couple of different places but mm-hmm. i, I want to go out and like tour the facilities and stuff before i make like a, a sponsorship commitment to them what a on the like the charity side of that, yeah. if we want to support, yep. So I, I want to go out and, and make sure you know, like it's it's a good good mesh. Mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want it to be like a nonprofit that somebody's just trying to 
yeah. funnel money through or something like that. So I want it to be yeah. like a real close relationship. You got to be careful with that nowadays. Yeah. There's, uh, I'm finding that you have to be even more skeptical on a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that you see. Yeah. You know, even before you're like, well, you can't trust, you can trust it if it's online. They have a web page. Yeah. No, you can't. Not anymore. No. I mean, you can't even trust if they've got a million followers. Yeah. You can't trust if there's things look good and all. And, yep. and, and last week, whenever I had uh, Drew on here mm-hmm. and him and I got to talking about that, you know, because he's into personal development. I'm into that. We, you know, we're always trying to do better. And we started talking about like, just on the sidebar of, man, what about this person? You know, the, their motivate slash motivational. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you are going to do that, I'm going to make a recommendation. Uh, there's in Galveston, there's a group called artist boat mm-hmm. and they bought up like 500 acres down there off of Stewart road. And they're all about conserving it. Oh, that's cool. And the cool thing what they do is they host camps for kids. Mm-hmm. So, like, we've sent our kids to, like, week-long camps over there. And they take them out. They they get wet, sandy. They learn about all the, the sea life mm-hmm. and tide pools and identifying. Oh, and that's then, cool. Yeah, it's, so. it's really, really interesting, you know, what they're doing on that side of it. And it's right there in Galveston. Yeah. So see, I was looking for, uh, there's one in Galveston. I, don't, I, I forget the name. I've got it written down that I talked to on the phone. And then there's one in Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll have to check that one out too. Yeah. That's good thing is it's all right around here. Yeah. We have yeah, some... I want everything. I want it to be, you know, Texas mm-hmm. based, you know, I'm not going to like, you know, partner with somebody up in California or something. But they got their own problems. Yeah, they need exactly. something more than that. Yeah. So I can't help them with their mm-hmm. their stuff. No. <laughs> Jesus needs to help yep. them with their stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just give that state away. Yeah. <laughs> never wanted to go there. I've never, never been. I've never been either. No. And it's there are certain places that like I just don't want to go. Yeah. Like I have no like people are like, oh New York City's great. It's like I don't want to go. Yeah. I Maybe it'd be cool if I would go, and maybe, but I don't know. Yeah, I went to New York for like three weeks, but that was in like 2012 or 13, so that Mm -hmm. was before, you know, everything was political, and it was cool then, but I mean, I couldn't live there for sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's a a really cool, amazing place and everything, but you give me a choice of where do you want to go, I've got like a bunch of other, that ain't it, I've got a bunch of other... Stuff to go through. I'll, yep. I'd probably get to it eventually. Yep. You ever been to Hawaii? No. Oh man, you? that place is awesome. You got a surfer vibe to you. Yep. You got this. Like you got the the hair just <laughs> flowing out and everything. You surf? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. And then, so what's Hawaii like? When? Oh uh, man, it's just it's so cool, man. Like uh, the last time we went, I've only been twice. I'm going again uh, in November, but. Uh, the last time, I mean, they were they were pretty strict with like COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Like even they wanted you to wear a mask outside. Like it was wild. <laughs> yeah. Colorado was like that. Yeah, those liberal pot smoking yep. everything. They we went to Breckenridge during that time, and mm-hmm. we're like walking through, and people are coming up to you, wear your mask. Oh yeah, wear your mask. And I'm like, I'm eating. Yep. 
the good thing about it is like at the hotel we were staying at, it was like you walked outside, like it was all outside until you got to the elevators. Mm -hmm. And then like nobody would ride the elevator with me and my wife because we wouldn't wear masks. So I was like, well, that's sweet. You know, we're not piling in here with 20 people. Like they're scared to death of us. So (laughs) just some crazy Texans, man. There you go. Walking around maskless. Oh, Lord. Yeah. No. But man, it's cool. Like the oceans are beautiful. Just the, I mean, the, the land itself is just gorgeous, man. That's no. awesome. Uninterrupted, or mm-hmm. just protected, and oh, I I would go to Hawaii. You give me a chance, like you want to yeah. go? Yep, I'll, I'd go yeah. there. That's well, I need to introduce you, to my buddy Jared, my other buddy Jared. He's mm-hmm. he's a. a boat captain and he surfs and all and everything oh, cool. i keep telling i'm like oh you gotta teach me how to surf you gotta yeah. teach me i want to learn i want to i got a boogie board yeah boogie <laughs> that's, board's that's cool. not that's yeah. not cracked <laughs> <laughs> and then paddle boarding is good over here too paddle boarding yeah. has really blown up yeah it has uh, we uh we went to 38 for fourth of july and they had paddle boards and it was like cool mm-hmm. took it out to the beach and everything to do it and i could not get it to stand up <laughs> But you got to try it in Clear Lake, where it's. I've done it in Galveston. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It was it was a little rough, and I yeah. tried to like paddle out as far as I could, but yeah. any little thing threw me off. But I've done it in Galveston, and that's, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, like, that, I think I need a really wide board, yeah. just because I'm really tall, and everything I get's like these little bitty surfboards, kind of yeah. six foot board, and you're taller yeah. than it. So. Yeah, <laughs> not made for that. Yep. Any stability in my life. Yeah. <laughs> where do you like to uh, surf at? Uh, I mean, just, just in Galveston, you know, right off the seawall. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not real big into it yet. I want to get more into it. So have you just started or? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Recently started something I've always like, you know, wanted to get into. I paddleboarded for years mm-hmm. and then kayaked and stuff like that. And then, man, I'm kind of into everything. I like BMX biking. I like mountain biking, mm-hmm. dirt biking. So rock climbing. Yeah. I mean, I've not done nothing like super crazy, but you know, I like the rock walls and stuff. I like those, mm-hmm. and then just hiking. Got to so. go to uh, Reamers Ranch up on the other side of Austin near mm-hmm. Dripping uh, Springs. Dripping Springs. Yep. Yeah, there's where uh, oh, Blue Hole, I think it is, or Hamilton Pool. On the back side of that, there's like we ended up over there this summer. And my wife was telling me about it. She had been. We'd go down and pet her nails. And mm-hmm. She was telling us, like, yeah, there's all these, like, rock formation stuff. Like, and I told her, like, because that's, like, my, you know, you just said, like, something you always want to do yeah. in kayak. And rock climbing's my thing. And so I was like, man, if I see people rock climbing, I'm going to lose I'm my shit. I'm like, I am just going to be so pumped. And we turn this corner. And go, we go down this little gorge and turn the corner. And I'm like. There they are. There's this little. There's le- my people. There's my people. Hey, I'm with y'all. How's it going? Yep. And like you're walking through, and all of a sudden you look up, and there's this lady like hanging from the ceiling, and I'm like, "Wow, yeah, yeah." I'm like, "Can I strap in? How do I, how do I yeah. do this?" And then my wife's like, "Well, come back, baby. You can do this another time <laughs> next week." I'm calling my buddy. I'm like, "Do you want to go to?" Tripping Springs Saturday yep. morning. We'll wake up real early. We'll go. I'll bring burritos. We'll, you know. Yep. Nobody took me up on it. I watched a documentary on some of those rock climbers. Where I mean, they'll they'll like you know anchor into the the side of a mountain and sleep in a tent at night. Like that's no. wild, man. I toss and turn <laughs> too much. Wild. Yeah. 
There, that, I've seen a couple of those. I watched one recently where they, uh, <laughs> I was hoping for a miracle in this, but as soon as they were, they were like, no, this isn't going to happen. I was like, well, of course not. But it was this, this guy, he was a, uh, he was a biologist. Mm-hmm. And then they were going to this section of the rainforest or maybe somewhere in South America. I can't remember, but they were going to, they got Alex Honnold and, you know, all these world famous climbers. They were going to climb to the top with this guy and like survey the land and try and find these new species and everything like that. Man. Well, when they show you the biologist, he's like 85, <laughs> overweight, yeah. diabetic, all this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> there is no way that, yeah. like, prove me wrong. But as soon as it, he was like, they were like 100 yards into the jungle and this guy's like slipping and falling and doing all <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> I'm like, please just tell me that there's some way to like do this. Yep. But then as soon as they were like, yeah, no, he's going to stay down here. Well, I'm like, of course he is. <laughs> but they did it. They yep. got up there. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. that mom. Yeah. My next thing, I want to scuba dive. I want to get certified in that. Never done it before. Looks cool. Yeah. That's one of those. We went to Jamaica last year. And we did the snuba. My wife mm-hmm. was all about that, where you have like the bottle up top, and yeah. you do the, and I was hooked. I was like, yeah, that's nice. my buddy, uh, my buddy Jim Sevenson. He's a he's a newly minted American from Canada, and uh, he just went with his boy, his younger boy, he, Jasper, like nine, mm-hmm. and he ended up like they got scuba certified. That's and cool. He needed a GoPro, and I was yeah. like. He put it in our men's group, like, anybody got a GoPro? I was like, I got two here. Just yep. take them. They're old. But, <laughs> and uh, he started posting pictures of him and his boy. And I was like, hell yeah, yeah. man. That's so awesome. Yeah, that's my next thing, man. I'm, I've been taking advantage of finally being like self-employed and kind of making my own schedule. Like, there's just a bunch of stuff I'm trying to accomplish now. Yeah. That, but, but yeah, scuba is my next thing. So. Yeah, that's, I know we, we went to a Sandals Resort and you can do, Excuse me. You can do the through them mm-hmm. in a day, and then anytime you go to a Sandals Resort, it's like you're good to go. Oh, okay. But if you ever try and go somewhere else outside of that, yeah. it doesn't count. It's only there. Yeah, I got. You. And I met some. I met this cat. He rolls up, and he's got like this binder. I mean, you can. This guy's got a little swag to yeah. him. He he's rolling up. Uh, he's got like the long sleeve shirt. He's wearing the dive watch and all that stuff. He's got his aviators and he knife pops on his, his leg. Knife. Oh god, that's the one. That's the reason why you want to do it. You yep. just want to wear a knife on. I your just leg. want the the cool costume, man. <laughs> Be sitting at a, yep. a bar on the beach somewhere with your knife on your leg, and you know, <laughs> love it. Yeah, but uh, he rolls up with this book of just like all his dives and everything mm-hmm. like that. They were looking over it. When was the last time he did this? And they were like, good to go. And I, I like picked his brain for 30 minutes yeah. about it. And my wife and I were like, yeah, that would be a cool thing to do. Yeah. If you And then you like, depending on how you want a vacation, but if you like Hawaii and then yeah. you want to go anywhere else, I mean. Yeah. So we're going back in November and uh, I want to, I want to go scuba dive in there. Uh, we went snorkeling last time. And uh, man, it was kind of, I don't know. Womp we went, womp. Oh, yeah, we went snorkeling to go see sea turtles. Mm-hmm. So you take this boat. I mean, it's like a yeah. two-hour trip and stuff. We saw some. The next day, like, we were staying at Waikiki. We went to the North Shore, 
get in the water, and there's sea turtles everywhere. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> we spent like 300 bucks going snorkeling <laughs> yesterday. Could have just done it here. Like, yeah. But. The, the snuba was cool in Jamaica because, like, we went with other people who were all doing the, uh, just the snorkeling, mm-hmm. and they took us out, and it was rough. So, like, all the people we were with were like, yeah, we kept getting water in our snorkels. But us, we went down. Nice. And got to go, like, really far down and see things. And mm-hmm. you, you, I was just like, God, this is cool. Yeah. And. You can't beat the ocean, man. It's so cool. No. It is so It don't matter where it's at. Yeah. It's cool. I'm one of those guys. I love to hike. Like, we go to Colorado. I'm, I want to go on every hiking trail. I mm-hmm. want to go find the adventure. And you do that. You go underneath. Yeah. It's like. Ooh, that is, that's probably, that'd be a good Christmas gift, maybe. Yeah. Like, hey, baby, we're going to get this certified, because we always go to, like, once a year or so, we go to Mexico or Mm -hmm. here or there, so. Hmm. That's That's awesome. Gotta start looking for a knife, though. Yeah. (laughs) Good dive knife. Good dive knife. Dive watch or something. Yep. Something. Something like that. All the toys. All the toys. (laughs) All the tools. Yep. Probably got to shave, though, because that was the one thing. With having a beard, they uh like all the mask. Mm. Like I just have to shave this maybe yeah. and go for the Amish beard yeah. for a week or so. I got a baby face, man. I'm good. You're so. good. That mask will fit just <laughs> yeah, it'd be perfect. right. So <laughs> you have to keep that wispy hair, the yeah. surfer hair out. Oh, for sure. You constantly be underwater just doing <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> flicking your hair. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just waving it around. Yeah. But. So what now like you said, you know, being your own boss set your own schedule and everything like that what kind of boss do you have being your own boss um you gotta kick back yeah gotta kick your own ass every yeah, once in a while back like, i've got like a routine that i stick to um uh, i mean i get up every, every morning five or five thirty mm-hmm. i don't sleep later than that i like to get up read or listen to a podcast something because mm-hmm. it takes me i mean a good hour and a half this brain to get firing up <laughs> so i'll get up drink coffee or energy drink listen to a podcast and i work out i like to work out outside um or i'll go to the gym sometimes and then i try to you know usually we're working around 9 nine thirty, something like that so when like when we book our first job and mm-hmm. then, i mean i'll i'll work however long i got to but i, I try to take like i'm in some uh coaching groups mm-hmm. so i try to take wednesdays off if not, if not off, I try to do stuff very early so I can get to those calls because uh, I've got I'm in two of them and both of the calls are on Wednesdays, so okay. I try to do the both. That's of good. Those. Yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna give you one piece of advice, man. Keep the energy drinks and coffee for later in the day. I uh, know. God, like, drink that water, man. Get that. Oh yeah. Blood sure. going and yep. they uh, Huberman came out recently and he said. You have to wait like at least 90 minutes drinking water and before like you want to consume any caffeine or anything like that, just uh, a little tweak. So I've been having my coffee later on in the day Yeah, for that and I like the way it makes me feel. So just a recommendation. Yep. You do any rucking? Uh, I don't need more, man. I did a lot when I was <laughs> <You're> in. <laughs> like the, that was, that was a big thing, man. That was a big canine handler thing. It's like we were always rucking and then I was like, yeah. Like my first base, like I was stationed in Missouri, I did like nuclear security, mm-hmm. and then uh, 
And that was a big PT thing as we were always rucking. I mean, I've still got the rucksacks and stuff. And I mean, there's a lot of times where I'm like, man, I should bust that out, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I, uh, so I, that's, that's what I love to do. I, me and my buddy, we wake up every morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll either go at, we usually go at five, but depending on how our schedules align, if one of us has something, it's like, we're going at 445, yeah. we're going at 430. And we're like, yeah. And we go rucking and nice. got the go ruck stuff and yeah. just go around our neighborhood here. And, and it's funny, like guys who have served and everything, somehow it's, you know, we just talk about hobbies and stuff like, mm-hmm. yeah, I like to ruck. Have you ever rucked? And they all do the same thing. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got the stuff. And man, so like uh, I've got five acres out in Santa Fe. And I'm telling you, once a month, I cut a path, and I'm like, man, I'm going to ruck tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I don't ever do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things, like, after I say it, I'm like, they tell me, like, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm yeah. like, oh, you're, I do this for fun. You did it for, <laughs> for other reasons yep. that are not as fun. Yep. Like, That's good, man. That's a Same good. thing with running, man. I hate running. I, can't, I don't, I don't do run anymore. anymore. Yeah. I don't want to do it anymore. The other morning, I woke up kind of late, and it was like, I'm usually up at 4.45, 5 o'clock, but I woke up at 5.30, mm-hmm. and I was like, shoot. All right, so I grabbed my dog, and we go on a run for like just two miles, and I got done, and I was like, yeah. kept it about a 10, 11-minute mile, and I was yeah. like, all right, I can still do that, but I'm yep. not going to. Yeah. Because that's what, was it the service that? Yeah, yeah. I just kind of just. They took the fun out of it, man. <laughs> they took the fun out of rucking, and when you got to be forced to do it, it just ain't fun anymore. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll run occasionally, but not uh, as not nearly as much as I used to. But no, that's it's the one thing that I'm like, all right, it gets my brain going in the morning, and yeah. just you know, it's fun. I enjoy it. Yep. No, but do you? Uh, so are you like? Are you have jobs scheduled up or are you like kind of more, what's your, what is it like more like job scheduled out and then the emergency like, Hey, yeah, come get this stuff. Yeah. Pretty much for the most part, like we average, uh, I mean on a normal day, three to seven jobs a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of them are scheduled, you know, a couple of days in advance and then, you know, sometimes we'll get a call and then like, okay, well, you know, we can be there in 20 minutes. So mm-hmm. stuff like that. What, but, kind of, what kind of coaching groups are you in? Uh, so I'm in uh, the Lions Den with Sean Whalen, mm-hmm. and then um, R3 with uh, Cody Alford. Uh, he owns like he's the We Defy the Norm. It's a like oh. a clothing brand. Okay, he's a uh, retired Marine uh, recon guy. All right, but, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I know about Sean Whalen's one. Yeah, so I went to uh, Lions Den or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. I went to that in Utah. Uh, in June, mm-hmm. and then I actually got to meet Cody, which I've been following him for a long time. So I actually got to meet him in person. I've been wearing his stuff for years, so it was cool to meet him. Uh, and I met you know Sean Whalen and stuff. He was real cool. Yeah, but yeah, uh, he yeah. got slapped with a little. Yeah, that was interesting. Yep, you know, so. took a tag out, put the yeah. you know what's made in America versus yep produced in America. Yeah, exactly. $215,000 yeah. fine or something like that. Yep. And uh, it's funny because I think he had addressed, he had even said something about a while back. So, mm-hmm. But then he started running ads on all the, like, 
he, he was, I saw where he had posted like where the newspaper articles had come out and he started running ads in there too. <laughs> he was like best $215,000 I ever spent. And, yep. and it, depending on what you even think about him or anything like that, it's like, dude, that's taken an, that's taken a setback yeah. and turning it around. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You, know, you like the groups or? Yeah, I do. Um, I, li- I like the lines in a lot. There's a lot of business-oriented stuff on there. Um, but, man, that R3, I love that group. It's a smaller group. Mm-hmm. and uh, But it's, I mean, it's really more personal development. There is business stuff in there, but mm-hmm. that that's an awesome one. And that's, uh, yeah, the guy runs We Defy the Norm clothing. i got to check that out. Yeah. Check that out because I'm all about that. In fact, I'm going to be... Launching at the end of August, uh, my own little mastermind group with some oh, guys, nice. and it's something that I have been thinking about for a very long time. Look at there, I'm gonna follow them right there. Yeah. I like, I, you know, what I do like though is whenever I go to something like this and I look and I see, all right, who else is following them? Yeah, and it's like, all right, I know that guy, I know that guy, I know that brand, I know that brand. I'm like, okay, that that fits yep. in. Yeah. And so. he, yeah, dude, he's a he's a cool guy. So like, I just met him in June, but I've been following him since like he started. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, he's the real deal. I mean, he is just like that in real life. Okay, is that him? Yep. Okay, I've seen him on some of the other things before. So, yeah. that boy's tatted up. Oh yeah. Okay. Heathen. Heathen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but we're it's gonna be starting my own little mastermind group coming That's up cool. at the end, and just because you know, I've I've done a lot of rucks with guys and mm-hmm. brought them in and talked with them, and a lot of them was like, "You should have your own little group." Or something I'm like, "Yeah," and in the back of my That's mind, cool, I'm like, man. "Yes, yes, yeah. I want." And yeah. finally, I I actually got it. I've been working with a coach too, uh, last couple of months, just one on one. And finally, she was like, yeah, you do need to do this. You need to. She's like, this is on you. So we're going to be launching it. That's gonna awesome. Be, you know, just trying to guide some guys through. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, guys like us, we just, man, if you don't get around them. Our dads had that stuff. Yeah. You know, they had their Elks Club and meetings and stuff like that. And nowadays, guys don't have that. Yeah, it's like none of that stuff. I mean, it probably exists, but, I mean, it's just. Yeah, but know. who. Yeah, nobody's no, nobody. Yep. They don't. They don't have something like that which nurtured what it was supposed right. to do. Yep. You know, like even the VFW and what it was. It was a chance for guys to get together and almost in a way commiserate, but then also discuss. Yeah. And if you don't have that, man, you keep some stuff in. You mm-hmm. become reclusive. Next thing you know, you're lost. Yep. You don't. You're just going through the motions. Yep. And guys need that, man. I know it's like frowned upon to say it but man like i need it i think it's frowned upon if your whole thing is just getting together with your buddies and you're going drinking and you're you know you're you're coming home drunk or you're just you know you're you're not tending to your responsibilities Mm -hmm. but if you've got your shit locked down yeah more than likely you're taking on a little bit of pressure more pressure you're if you're running your own business you're doing all this stuff you better be that's why real estate agents are like 
good ones, mm-hmm. you see them, they're hanging out with other really yeah. good real estate. Real estate agents do a very good job of that, yep. of networking with For sure. other. That's an industry where it's like, I kind of want to become one just to see which I kind of, <laughs> yeah. just to see what kind of. So get, be in the club. Yeah, I want to, yeah. what y'all doing over here? <laughs> I see some of my buddies and they're like talking about, you know, yeah, I went to this conference and heard this speaker and heard that one. I was like, what are, the, what are they speaking about? Yeah. You know, I want to learn more. I've got businesses. I've got stuff I want to know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I'm going to try and just do that on a local. I'm not going to try. I'm going to do this on a local level. Get some guys in. Get some meetings going. You know, just that's cool. Let's let's coach everybody up. Yeah, because they need that for sure. So, well, well, good man. Well, I think we're uh, getting to the end of this one. Cool. But man, I appreciate you coming in, yes, sir. Thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, to give give everybody your. How do they contact you? How do they get a hold of you? You need. Because look, uh, I know I got a bunch of buddies who do real estate development and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So for all my for all my burr people out there, if you need a dumpster, <laughs> you need some stuff. Yep. Hit, hit my boy Jared up. Yep. Tell, uh, tell them how to get a hold of you. Uh, website is coastaljunkremoval dot com. Um, phone number is two eight one seven eight nine zero one eight eight. You can call or text it. It's a cell phone. And then on Instagram, it's at uh, coastaljunkremoval and then the number one. Okay. Yeah. And I've got Facebook too, but I'm I don't really get on that one. Yeah. So especially Instagram. And then Nahoa Threads coming yep. out soon. And then, yeah, Nahoa Threads coming soon. Okay. So, is this that's one of the shirts there? Yeah, this is this is one of them. So yeah. I've got three for the first launch, and then I've already designed the next two coming out. Nice. But, so yeah, they're gonna be the most comfortable and coolest clothing in the world. So I've, <laughs> I tell you what, I've got I've got your shirt that you gave me. Yep. I've got my other buddy who. Uh, I wear like the same three or four shirts, but it's all from like my buddy's businesses yep. that like, you see, if you look at pictures of me on Instagram, you'll see like Poseidon, Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. And that's my buddy who's got a yacht charter out and, uh, but like the shirt's so damn comfortable. Yeah. I'm like always wearing it. So, <laughs> and I've worn yours a lot. So yeah, man. Well, thanks for coming on. Yes, uh, I appreciate you sharing. We're going to go try and whoop my dog's ass a little bit. Not just <laughs> calm down. No, we're just going to, I'd like, I'd like for you to just give me your impression of him on that. So, okay. uh, sure. but appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. All Thank right, you. bud. Everybody. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. That was my interview with Jared. Uh, Awesome guy. You never know what you're going to learn about somebody until you actually sit down and have conversations with people. Uh, the dog handling was really cool. Guy, he spent some time with Ace afterwards, and uh, it, it, it it's good to see. You know, personal development, business owner, clothing designer, just designing his life the way that he wants to wants to do it, and that's an awesome thing to see. So, guys. Go, I'll put the links to his uh, business in the show notes. If you can, go and follow him, show him that support. Also, we are going to be launching a mastermind group. The farm is coming, and it's going to be for focused and rooted men. Right now, we're doing early sign-up applications. Be notified whenever we go live. There is going to be an application process for this. It's going to be a 12-week course that leads into something even better after that. Uh, click on the link in the show notes for that. More great stuff. We're, we're just going to keep going, keep building, keep interviewing more awesome people. And, and as always, guys, say hi to your mom and them for me.